0: Welcome back to another episode of the Warplords Podcast. Today we are in store for an episode of Nine Realms, uh, session six to be exact, the final episode of the first mini-arc. I'm Jared, I'm going to be your DM today, and I'm joined by all of our players here. Today we've got Mike, Danger, Devin, Dylan, and Graham. Introduce yourself guys, tell me a little bit about your characters, and later on we will go back over what happened last week.
1: Uh, my name is Mike, and uh, I play Kiard Moonfang, who is a slightly edgy but totally lovable wolf elf. No, not a wolf elf. Not slightly either. He's a wolf owl. He's, a he's a, an owl wolf. And uh, I want to take a firm stance here. This is the seventh session that we've played, also known as sec- session six, which makes no sense.
0: Yes, because the first
2: one was a prologue.
1: So it's de- technically that was a session we played, though. Things happen. Everybody,
0: agree with me.
2: It's a session zero. This is session six. That was session zero. Criticize Mike. Criticize Mike. <laughs> Why
3: are you
0: so opposed to the concept of prologues?
1: No, it's not the concept of prologues. It just makes file naming really difficult. Just call it episode zero. I did, but then it got all fucked up. Whatever. Move on. Let's move on.
2: <laughs> Hi, I'm Danger. I'm a person that's moving on. Um, I play Cecil Finnegan, the lovable bard and most useful character in the party.
0: And he's a shark. <laughs> did you say that? I don't think you did. No,
2: I didn't. But yes, I am a shark. I'm a, I'm a shark who, who roams the streets playing wonderful music. I am a street shark. That's Jocelyn. <laughs>
1: really yeah. you of all people are gonna make that pun
2: hey it's literally from, it's from the show sharks. yeah
1: i've never seen it wow the
2: fuck is wrong street with street you shark. did you have a childhood in the 90s no. fuck i
1: didn't i worked in a factory <laughs>
2: oh okay <laughs> oh. you get a pass then you get a pass because you worked in a factory well, factories definitely TV. had street
1: sharks team viewings <laughs> i was knitting the <laughs> they're things that everybody Come needs <laughs>
4: Street Sharks was definitely on oh, in the break room okay. CRT. <laughs> <laughs> well, anyway, I'm Devin and I play Hannibal Iron Tusk, the elephant person. Um, yeah, he's really big and he's searching for some lost elephant treasure, and he's basically better than Kiara at everything, <laughs> um, and. <laughs> He also (laughs) is just a really great guy. Like he brings Grumbomplin jerky
0: to starving orphans, stuff like that. He's a real do-gooder with a big hammer and a big heart. Yeah. That's amazing. That should be your catchphrase. I'm a genius. Big hammer, bigger heart.
4: Big hammer, bigger heart. (laughs) Biggest
3: dick.
0: (laughs) Stolen from the office. I am Dylan.
3: I am playing Professor Hootsworth. And I am the smartest person in the party and the world. And I am also a master chef. Your intelligence stat is three.
1: We know this.
2: I was really hoping that we never found out.
1: But we found out, like, in session three or two, depending on who you ask. I slipped up. That was my mistake.
4: I have the biggest brain in the party. That's <laughs> By, like, quite a bit.
0: Yeah, he. well, he cooks with his stomach, not his brain. He believes that he's the smartest
3: person in the world, and as a priest who thinks he's a scholar, what he believes is true.
2: Oh, okay, I gotcha. I didn't know you were playing a Republican, I get it now. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my
1: god. (laughs) I see. That's topical, but also timeless.
5: I mean, he does have a job title that he is not qualified for. I'm Graham, and I am playing Fenimore Gale Deep. The the swashbuckling otter who is also along for an adventure. It's, it's basically his motivation. is just here to have an adventure and to find the otter. Why? Well, he knows where it is. He just has to get it back. For the record, I wanted Fenimore to be from Otterwa. Oh, I recall. It, we, we settled on his boat being called that. But for the audience, I mean, because that was a behind the
0: scenes thing. Indubitably, uh, great Indubitably. intros, guys. Um, what do you guys remember? Don't patronize us. <laughs> it only sounds patronizing <laughs> if you say that it's patronizing uh so tell me tell me what you guys remember last week try to start start from the beginning if possible
3: we got hats and then we left a homeless guy to starve under a bridge
0: oh yeah fuck that guy we didn't leave him to
4: starve we gave him jer- we gave him jerky and schmeckles
3: <laughs> didn't we throw them over
5: the bridge in the water near him Yeah, but he picked them up. He picked them
0: up. Picked them up with his bootstraps. (laughs) Jesus Christ.
2: Yeah, uh, we definitely didn't let that NPC into the party. We didn't even let him into camp later that night. Um, (laughs) You guys mean nameless homeless man? I don't remember his name. I never interacted with him. No one asked him. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, Yeah, because he lives under a bridge, Jared. He lives under a bridge. He has a name. No (laughs) one's going to ask him what his name is. Yeah, did homeless bear have a name? Uh
0: Bernard. Awful. Wow.
2: <laughs> just be happy I'm it's so not glad. Barry. I mean, you're right. I'm just so glad that I didn't ask in game to be underwhelmed. <laughs> After we didn't interact with Bernard as potentially desired, uh, we wandered off into the <laughs> forest to find another unhelpful NPC, and that was um, Bjark. Right. Bjarke? Oh yeah, it's Bjark. Yeah, fuck Bjark. <laughs> oh come on. He wasn't that bad. He Bjark's a girl. I did not like Bjark. <laughs> she was the worst. Her family got murdered by giant cows. Lots of people's families get murdered. <laughs> by giant cows? I mean, you know, not always giant cows, it could be other giant things.
1: It's expe it's especially
2: unfortunate when your family's killed by herbivores. Sure. You don't expect these I things. Mean, it is cu- its it's Definitely throws you for a loop, but doesn't mean you can be hey, bad now.
1: at your job. We did revengeance the whole thing, though. There was a lot of revengeance that And happened. we took
3: away their sole reason for living.
1: What, what was that, Dylan?
3: Revenge against the cows was their sole reason for living, and we took that from them.
2: Yes, thank oh, you! Oh, that's
0: true, actually. Yeah. She didn't really get much revenge there.
1: Are we the bad people, or is she the bad person? I think we're all bad people.
2: I mean, I think we're the neutral people as of right now. I wouldn't explicitly say we're bad people.
0: There's no alignment system in Warplords guys, so chill the fuck out.
2: That doesn't change the fact that we can be evil or good. I'm the bringer
1: of jerky, so I'm good. Yeah, I... Kiara lines is neutral edgy.
2: I am the definition of chaos.
1: (laughs) Well, if it it wasn't apparent, we uh, found a bunch of two-headed bulls that were kind of, like, corrupt from this, like, udder god. Lovecraftian pile of udders.
0: Grand udder?
1: The grand udder, yeah. It was a cow on top of a pile of udders, and it had some nasty, weird broken gems in its forehead. Kiard murdered it by himself because he's a badass, and... Cecil did some things, too.
2: Uh, yeah, once again, I think I set uh, a, a record for most wounds dealt in a short period of time as I, you know, explosive a room full of cows and they exploded. It was That's pretty dope. incredible. It was dope.
0: One other thing to add, at the very beginning of the episode, Professor Hootsworth went through some weird wibbly wobbly timey wimey fucking. I don't know what the fuck it was. You wow, done? that was substantive. I do. <laughs> that was uh, so- <laughs> he went through uh, while Wibbly wobbly timey wimey. <laughs> it's a Doctor Who thing, man. When you guys teleported, he went through some weird, weird dark thing. Big face.
2: And then he made me eggs.
0: So, the party, you all are standing amidst a bunch of desecrated corpses of ten Grumlomplins. Their heads have been exploded as pieces of skull and bits of brain matter litter the floor of the forest. Ahead of you is one cow, previously known as the Grand Utter, as well as four docile Grumlomplins, or two-headed bull thingies. Kiard uh, stands there. With his bloody crescent tether. And the rest of the party are eyeing these corpses, probably thinking about more jerky. What do you guys do?
2: Hey, Jared, uh, did I get dirty after, you know, producing all that carnage last, last session? Despite
0: several bullheads exploding simultaneously as your explosive penetrated their skulls, you were standing... Behind or on top of, I forget, a large stone wall that was erected by Hannibal's uh, major affinity ability. You're welcome. So no, you didn't get, you did not get dirty by skill. the brain goop. Awesome.
3: Love I could it. totally hose you off with my eyes if uh, you did get dirty, though.
1: <laughs> uh, do I see Hootsworth from where I am?
0: Do you, Yeah, sure.
1: Hey, Hootsworth, get over here. I
3: twist my head around 180 degrees from what I'm doing, which is helping Hannibal prepare
1: the meat. Why? You gotta talk to this cow. I it, Whatever happened here, it all stems from this cow that was on top of that pile of udders. I, I think your uh, animal speaking skills would be useful here.
3: Okay, I suppose I am the only one smart enough to speak cow.
1: Yes, that's right. You're the only one that's smart enough to speak, cow.
3: I twist my head back around to Hannibal. You can take it from here. And then I fly over to Kiard.
0: Oh, is that trust that I see from that that owl? It's so weird.
3: He's proven himself competent in areas related to jerky.
0: And talking to rocks. And rocks. (laughs) Yeah, uh, so you walk in his general direction. What do you do?
3: I'll fly over to where Kiard is, and... Turn to the cow that he is Suggesting that I talk to
1: Yeah it's this one it, um, The one that you know It seems pretty unassuming now but it was uh, This thing was kind of leaving the pack You should ask it What happened
3: Noble cow What happened here
0: Please no more <laughs> More God damn it No more what <laughs> I don't want to give birth anymore. Oh, please make it stop. <laughs> oh my god. It's okay. It's over now. Uh sh- roll a dice to try, so try to calm this Grumlomplin. What is the check? Uh that would be charisma. I would I would imagine charisma.
1: Can I help him? Can I assist him?
0: Eh, he's the one that's actually talking to it, so I feel like it should be a Dylan thing.
1: Uh
3: that is a six out of less than six, so no. Uh,
0: uh, what is it that you want to know?
3: What happened to your people?
0: Well, a while ago, this big guy came and put these put these gems on my head, and I don't really remember it that much. Anything after that, it was just scary, and I I couldn't control my actions. It was just birth, birthing, birthing, and utter darkness. It was scary.
3: Calm down. What did the guy
0: no, look like? it was a big guy. How big? I don't know. You all look the same to me.
3: I point over at Hannibal and go, That big or smaller?
0: Yeah, he was about
1: that big. Maybe a little bigger. Hootsworth, what is he saying?
3: Someone about Hannibal's size placed the gems in the cow's forehead.
1: Hmm, what, what did he look like?
3: She said that we all look the same.
1: <laughs> Is that? That's not really a reasonable. We we all look very different. We're all completely different species. I don't understand why. What? I uh, okay. Do cows
3: look the same to you? To cows, they look very different to one, from one another.
1: Yeah, but we're not like all cows. We're like you're an owl. I'm an owl. Wolf. He's an elephant. Like how? Ask him. Ask him again. Like what? What the? What kind of person it was?
3: Did the big person have any sort of distinguishing features? Tusks? Uh, fur?
0: Well, fur, I guess. It only had one head, two arms. It stood up. It was a really big guy. What color was the fur? Um, it's like whitish. Thank you.
3: They had white fur and only one head.
1: Ask him, ask him if he looked like me,
0: but with fur.
3: Did they look anything like this person here? And I point at Kiard.
0: Uh, the cow turns its head slowly and begins hobbling its way in Kiard's direction and then kind of gives you the once over. Uh, I, I guess. I don't know. Like I said, you kind of all look the same to me. Two eyes, <laughs> one okay. mouth. Cows are dumb. A nose. <laughs> He's like still looking around. I don't think it had feathers. He said that
3: this person did not have feathers.
0: I think, I,
1: I feel like it was Guardlock. Ask him if it was Guardlock.
3: I don't think the cow knows who Guardlock is.
1: I just ask him.
3: Alright. <laughs> Does the name Guardlock sound familiar to you?
1: Guardlock? What
0: kind of a name is that? No.
3: It's a really stupid name. It's not an
0: owl name. <laughs> wow,
1: Thank thanks, you. dude. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> I was like, fuck, my character can't say its stupid name because he doesn't understand what the cow is saying. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, the name doesn't mean anything to me.
3: Very well. She said that she doesn't know if it was guardlock.
1: All right, well, I think we got everything we can get out of this uh, cow here.
3: That's not true. <laughs> we can also get jerky out of this cow. I say that in uh, not cow language.
1: <laughs> I, was I feel like we shouldn't. This cow's been through quite a lot. I feel like we shouldn't kill. We look, look, look at what we have, and I kind of just like, hey, Jared, sorry, yeah. Did we did we find the source? Like, did we find the the gem that we're trying to get that was in some sort of fountain? The Everspring. Did we find the fountain. No, you didn't do that yeah. yet. We got the black gem from the.
0: You, you, like, uncorrupted the forest, essentially. Uh The things that fucked up the superfluous simple bims and forced them away from this place to begin with are now not threatening the place anymore. All right. Well, I'm going
1: to look for, I'm going to look for the, the thing we're here for. I'm going to look for the, the fountain.
0: Sure. Uh, I assume you're going to go into scout mode here real quick. Uh, so let's just kind of quickly go back to the, the group here uh let's see what this jerky crew is doing
2: oh i've been sitting up on top of the rock wall i passed my willpower check as i got bored of looking to the ground being uh dirty and didn't want to jump down so i started playing music on top of the rock wall
0: oh lovely what what kind of what kind of a tune are you strumming are you singing are you snapping
2: uh, I'm singing a little bit. Um, I cast water threads on my ore, so, you know, I'm playing a little bit of, like, lute tunes, kind of, uh, like, soothing, calming, uh, relaxing vibes after, you know, that very uh, high-intensity situation we were just in, trying to get everybody to be chill. All
0: right, dude. Roll me a style for it, my dude.
2: For sure. Uh, it's a blackjack. That's a six out of six, my guy.
0: All right. Uh... At- You guys, uh, meaning Kiard and Professor, you suddenly notice that the cow now is more soothed and no longer freaking out anymore. The other four bulls as well. Hannibal, what are you doing here? He said, uh, Professor said to get the meat ready. I'm getting the meat ready. All right.
3: That's right. You ready that meat for me, big boy.
0: It's getting jerkified.
4: (laughs) Okay. There's so much meat. I have to triage
0: the the prime cuts. <laughs> We're going to need a montage for this. <laughs> Don't need a
4: montage. Uh, Fen,
0: Fenimore, what's, the, what's Fenimore up to? Uh, He's not really doing anything in particular. He's watching all
5: of these people do, without context, let's call them strange things.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just kind of taking that in taking it all in he's along for the ride he's in the passenger seat all right um yeah so kiard you said you wanted to go towards the everspring huh do you recall which direction that's in i mean yes mhm i don't i don't know relative to what sure so basically you guys have been traveling <laughs> you guys have been traveling upstream uh and biark the useless pomeranian superfluous simple bim, <laughs> as uh danger so politely said uh informed you that the everspring if you keep traveling upstream you'll eventually reach it i would follow the stream so you're following the stream uh at the you know the forest is already relatively dense and you kind of are walking up up this area the str- the bed of the stream is kind of like a bunch of rocks and then to the side uh everything is just vibrantly green vibrantly green it's getting denser denser what color is it green actually as you approach further the green trees fuck you devin are replaced <coughs> by deep indigo carnation trees the color Whoa. has changed and the incline of the of the stream begins to get a bit more vertical um, i'm hustling you're hustling fast. yeah so you climb up this path and you as you pass through these deep indigo carnation trees that are not at all green Fuck you, Devin. Um, (laughs) Anyway, Kiard, when you reach the top of the hill, you see a large well of water. Uh, It's about 10 feet in diameter, and it's shooting water upward. It's spewing it rapidly upward, and it kind of is just falling in these kind of gentle, uh, rocky kind of waterfall thing. In this gentle, rocky waterfall kind of thing, moving back where you came from.
1: Yes, I go in.
0: You're going to jump into the Everspring, okay. I mean, that's where the gem is, right? Mm Mm-hmm. How good are you at swimming? I'm great at swimming. No, you're not. (laughs) Um, Okay, so as you jump into the water, you can see distantly a dim blue gem at the very bottom. Roll me a strength check. Three out of six. All right, you are fighting this current. It's very fast current and it's really hard for you. Um you're making some progress. Roll me another strength check. 8 out of 6. Uh you lose a fair bit of progress as your arms begin to kind of get tired. Roll me a vitality check. 3 out of 5. Uh your breath is fine for now. Uh you are still very far away from this this gem here.
1: I'm going to I'm going to shadow step I'm gonna I'm gonna use a, an ability I have that can teleport me forward. Do I see it? What's the range on it? Uh, five meters times magic rank, which is rank
0: C, so fifteen meters. You teleport forward. You are about halfway. All right. Uh, roll me a vitality. That didn't count. Uh, dice, get out of here. Uh ah, eight out of five. Alright, you're at this point, you're kind of reaching the end of your breath. This is not looking good for you. Uh, as you are progressing further down through the Everspring, the current is greater and greater. Uh, roll me another strength at disadvantage.
1: Uh, that's a seven out of six. I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna, at this point, I'm just gonna let, yeah, yeah, I'm just gonna kind of put my arms out and let it propel me up to the top.
0: Yeah, uh, it propels you upward. Um, as you flow out of the Everspring, you land uh, gently on a stack of rocks uh, next fuck. to a waterfall. <laughs> as you fall. Uh, <laughs> uh, dude, flashback to episode one. <gasps> Can I talk to fish yet?
1: God damn it. Uh, I'm going to run. I'm going to... um run back and then find my uh one of my aquatic friends either the
0: shark or the otter whoever's closer
2: once again the ground is dirty i have not left
0: (laughs) um so you make your way back from the everspring to the party uh the party is currently doing what they do with stacks of jerky um how's the cutting process going boys
3: i'm not cutting
0: hootsworth are you helping him out at this point
3: Oh, of course I'm helping.
0: All right. Um, I don't cut. I don't have a blade. I just (laughs)
4: I'm to
3: sort the cuts of meat as we're cutting them into different purposes.
4: I rip things off and then give them to Hootsworth to fillet down.
3: I'm sorting them into things to make jerky with, things to make stew with, things to make steak with.
4: Don't forget the bone broth.
3: Oh, we can't forget the bone broth, but we got to get all the meat off the bones first.
2: You you can't forget the bone broth. So another thing worth noting:
0: um, there's also twenty horns <laughs> on the ground. Uh, what the that, fuck? Because tw- there's there's ten. The heads exploded. Them, yeah. And there's
5: oh okay. There's I was th- thinking of like instrument horns, and brass <laughs> horns. You know, there's just twenty brass horns on the ground. Right. <laughs> yeah, like what the fuck's happening? There's exactly twice as many brass horns as there are bulls. An entire string (laughs) quartet
2: is
0: now lying on the ground.
5: (laughs) Suddenly there's 20 trombones on the ground. Wait, Jared.
1: Jared, there's 40 horns because they're two-headed bulls and he killed
0: 10 Oh, shit. Yeah, no, you're right. My math was bad. (laughs) Yes, there are 40 horns. It was half as
1: good as it should have been. I think we got a new
3: side business, boys. We're going to start selling drinking horns. Get horny.
0: Well, I think you already had four (laughs) horns. Yeah, we did
2: we could switch up from being the jerky boys to being the horny boys oh god no, damn it no <laughs> Is i am down? in favor of
3: calling ourselves the horny boys i'm not in favor of this why
2: do we have to
4: choose why can't we be the horny jerky boys
2: the hor- yeah <laughs> <laughs> the <horny> jerky- <laughs> that's, oh that's a very good point devin you're right <laughs> venturing away
0: from this this uh this very funny joke um yeah what do you, what do you guys do about all these 40 horns
3: Load them in the cart.
0: Just, <laughs> your cart's
3: a bit away. Load them up. We're At going to point. turn these into drinking horns.
2: I can collect these, and I can I can put them in my bag, gentlemen. Don't worry, continue prepping the meat, just as you are. Oh, thanks, chief. I, like, I jump down, Jared, and I try and land on as little bits of, you know, carnage as possible, and tiptoe around. Gore,
0: if you will. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, I mean, you can. The, the forest floor is absorbing the blood. The dirt...
3: Jared, I have an idea Yes Just so that we don't get our shoes dirty while we're walking around handling the meat and we're in a more sanitary environment Can I use the water element of my eye beams
0: to like hose down the floor? The forest floor? (laughs) Of course you can I will do that Alright, so uh, Cecil watches as water spews out of Professor Hootsworth's eyes I'm actually very mad now
2: Because magic Hootsworth,
4: what are you doing? You're tainting our jerky with magic
3: nonsense. I'm not (laughs) spraying the jerky, I'm spraying the uh, ground around the jerky.
4: Oh, okay. Well, just make sure you don't get any magic on the jerky, you'll ruin it.
3: I won't get any magic on the jerky, don't you worry.
2: (laughs) I jump up and like... Uh, you spray under my legs, and then like I jump back on the ground, and my legs begin to start turning into a tail, and I like start having to climb back up. I'm like, oh, this is this is wonderful, but I I can't get wet without having to swim. Um, all right, but thank you, Professor. I I this is this has been a bit helpful. It'll just take me a while to collect these horns now. Perfect. So
0: yeah, uh, Cecil Finnegan, you are a horn. Collector, probably the horniest boy at this point. <laughs> Meanwhile, the other two are more jerky boys. Um, yeah, I don't want to
5: brag, but I'm the horniest jerky boy in the group. <laughs> 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 <God. laughs>
1: <laughs> i don't want to brag but
0: yeah uh so Kiard, your your adventure here is taking a little bit it was a bit of a ways so um i'm gonna kind of let them go on a bit longer with this before you make your way back um yeah so uh hannibal and uh professor the two of you have a bit of experience with this but 10 carcasses is a bit more than you than you really fucked with before so it's going to be it's going to be a a little bit longer before you guys That's can That's
2: why we're triaging.
0: You're triaging. Um, uh perfect.
2: Gentlemen, do you need any any further assistance? I say this as I'm like finished collecting the horns.
3: If you would like assistance prepping the meat, you are more than welcome to help.
2: Well, I mean, this is going to take quite a bit of time, so I figured I might as well help if uh Yeah, I, why don't you
4: use need that it. uh sonic ability you got there just like on the joints, you know, separate them all. And that yeah, will be cool. easier to render them
2: then. Oh, yes. I'll break down these carcasses more. Absolutely. Uh, so, yeah, I would go around uh, casting Explosive-O. Hey, Devin. What?
0: Roll intelligence. Fail. You do not put two and two together that his Explosive-O yelling ability would taint your meat with magic. Oh. <laughs> oh, good. You don't notice, though. I so always you're gonna... forget that bards are mages, <laughs> so it's fine. <laughs> yeah, this one... Wait, are you going to draw a distinction in your mind? Is, is Hannibal cool with bard magic? No. He's not cool with magic
4: of any kind. He just forgot that <laughs> bards are mages.
2: <laughs> he be just there. thinks that I'm really talented. <laughs>
4: <Yeah>. um, <laughs> which,
2: to be fair, I am.
3: <laughs> well, your voice is fucking powerful.
2: It is.
0: <laughs> okay, so I want each of you to roll one check. Choose what it is. Uh, I would say probably style, but since yeah, Hannibal style. is probably using experience, it could be wisdom or intelligence. Um, but just roll what you think would be most appropriate and tell me if you pass or fail.
6: Yeah,
3: absolutely. Uh, I passed. <laughs> I got a 1, so that would have passed any
0: stat I have.
2: It's a hard no. I rolled a 12 out of 6.
0: <laughs> I also rolled a 1. Okay. Uh, Are you doing it using your experience, or your intellect, or just sheer willpower to make jerky. All right, cool. The, so, the yeah, jerk power. Just absolute jerk
5: power. I got a nine out of 10 rolling for charisma, so I'm watching them really well.
0: Oh, perfect. Yeah. So, yeah, you're getting real in there. Your eyeballs? <laughs> <laughs> he, he's like the expediter, he's like overseeing, like triaging,
4: and expediting the process.
0: I'm, I'm like a state worker, I'm watching everyone else do it. Perfect. So yeah, you, uh, your your sight somehow aids them in their, <laughs> n- them knowing that you're watching makes them afraid to fuck up, and therefore they do <laughs> a and better yet job. I still did. <laughs> <laughs> that that all happens, and you guys do a really good job. Your previous experience of using this with one carcass before definitely makes you significantly faster. Uh, you guys have made your way through. The beginning stages of all ten carcasses as Kiard returns. You guys are doing excellent jobs. Great work.
1: As I arrive on the scene, I'd probably see Fen doing nothing. From what I can uh, tell, he's expediting. Yeah, I can tell that he's not doing a ton of stuff though. He's just like
0: kind of standing there telling. I'm supervising,
2: expediting his work.
0: Yes, but yeah, you do see that. So you feel free to interpret that in that way if you would like to. Hey, uh, hey, Fen.
6: Mm.
0: Hey, I need your help over here. We need
1: to we need to grab this gem out of the Everspring. and I'm not very good at swimming, but you are.
5: Uh, can we can we retcon it? so I was sitting down while supervising? You never said de- you never said that you weren't. That okay. I recall. Well, so yes. I was sitting down, so I'm gonna make a big. I'm gonna moan just like ah, <laughs> and very slowly <laughs> get up. Yeah, uh, yeah. You and then char- I'll follow you to get the gem.
0: Yeah, so as you walk that way, a yellow shirt with diagonal black, li- a diagonal black line appears and you become Charlie Brown. <laughs>
1: oh.
0: <laughs> uh, I notice no difference. Anyway. uh, Yeah. <laughs> uh, So, so you agreed to go with him, Fen?
5: All right. It only looks like I was doing something very important. Secretly between us, I wasn't doing anything.
1: Yeah, I, I could tell that. It's fine. It, you're gonna do something now, cause I can't, I can't swim for shit. And the thing we're here for is at the bottom of this well. I think you can get it, cause you're, you know, an otter. You could swim well.
5: Oh, so i have since I'm an otter, you just assume I can swim well?
1: <laughs> I mean, yeah, you live in the fucking water. I mean, like, I, one would assume that I could do well in cold temperatures the same way I would assume you can swim. Can you not swim? Maybe I can't. Maybe I can't. I'm pretty sure you can. can it, it, this is gonna be a problem if you can't swim. <laughs>
2: <laughs> it's true.
1: <laughs> it just kind of just mutters like it leads away. <laughs> okay, you can you can swim then. You're, yeah. you're capable of swimming. You're you're good at it even, right? You're good at swimming. Eh, I can swim. <laughs> uh, yeah. Okay. L- let's oh, go.
4: What swimming? You can't swim, Kiard. Weird. <laughs> oh weird remember how you were like swimming is better than taking a canoe now look
1: at you <laughs> <laughs> that was so long ago hey Hannibal you want to go you want to go in the well you want to try to get this thing if you're such yeah, a good swimmer sure
4: I'll get it for you
5: alright <laughs> how far down in the well was this keyard maybe he can reach it without even swimming he can just bend uh, it down it's
1: pretty fucking far down it's like 30 meters down but no, yeah. I'm sure, I'm sure Hannibal can get it fine and won't get stuck in the well and drown at I'm all. I'm sure I can. There's <laughs> no way. There's no way that'll happen. <laughs> yeah. Come along. Come along. I mean, hey, you can get the first uh, crack at it.
5: Hannibal, if you, if you want to try this and definitely not drown, go for it. You
1: should probably still come with us, Fenn, because, you know, just, just insurance. Nah, I got this. <laughs> 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 oh, don't, don't worry,
5: Kiard. I'm coming. Uh, I need to see this.
0: <laughs> yeah, Hannibal, you have at this point finished all of your prep work. So if you did want to accompany you could. I'm
1: going. I'm getting <laughs> <in
0: the gym. laughs> All right, so I lead them I lead the way. Yeah, uh so the three of you, uh what did I get call you at one point? Uh fairweather fuckers. Hannibal, Fen, and Kiard begin making their way up the stream. Uh the site is familiar. Sorry, the site is the same as what I described before. The forest gets denser and denser. The vibrant, vibrant, vibrant green, green, green trees eventually shift. Um, Wait, it, what color are the trees? The color of the trees does shift as you approach a bunch of deep indigo carnation trees. Um, the incline gets steeper, and eventually you reach the top of this hill. At the top of the hill, you see a well of water that's spewing out crystal clear water. Um, inside of this well, you can see at the way bottom, a very dimly glowing blue gem. What do you do? Hey, animal, this is you. I'm gonna get the gem. Does he look like he can fit in the well? Uh, it's 10 feet in diameter, so... So, yes.
1: Yeah. Easily. It's,
0: like, not even particularly tight for him. He could, like... He could float. He jumps in it just displaces most of the water.
5: Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you said this was 30 meters. There's like one foot of water
4: in here. I'm going to <laughs> dive down and pick up the gem with my trunk.
0: Well, the first thing that happens is uh your character, Hannibal, actually has a fear of this exact thing.
4: Mm, no, he's <laughs> only afraid of the sea.
0: This and if this is fresh water, he's not ah, afraid. Apologies.
1: Uh, I don't think that's, I, I think the, the GM gets to decide whether that's no, no, a technicality no. or it's not. I
0: mean, phobia. No. Yeah. So you jump in and as you do about, uh, <laughs> a huge boom of water comes up, uh, and it completely shoots over as, as some of it is shot down the, uh, the stream there. You jump into this water and you can feel a strong trajectory, a strong stream pushing you upwards and you're kind of fighting it. Roll me a strength. Nine out of ten. You are very, very strong. So this current I is I would two varies even. Very, very strong. So you've you definitely overpower the stream and you're kind of making your way through. Um uh it is very far down though. Um so it's gonna take you a little while. Uh roll me a vitality. Two of six. Yeah. So, so far, so good. Um, you're swimming down. You're about a quarter of the way there at this point. Um, you feel distinctly as the water current increases. Uh, roll me another strength. Eight of ten. Right on. So again, you fight this and you feel it. Um, at this point, you're kind of deep under the water and you can feel the actual pressure of the water on you, on you. Um, and yeah, it's, it's starting to get real here. Roll me a vitality.
4: Oh, it's so real.
0: It's very real. Five of six. Perfect. Um, at this point, you are about halfway down. Um, again, you're still fighting it. It's kind of tiring, honestly. Uh, at this point, you're, you're definitely, you know, you're a strong boy, but this is, this is like a full sprint, but underwater. Um, roll me a strength at disadvantage. How much disadvantage? Roll two d12s and give me the the higher result 10 perfect um so yeah so again you're 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 coming through here <laughs> and yeah you're you're now very closely approaching the bottom of this roll me another vitality uh, at one. disadvantage okay. same thing too snake eyes all right two ones cool uh <laughs> So you're hanging in there. You are surprisingly good at holding your breath. The game where sink eyes is a good thing.
4: Sometimes. Exactly. Not on a post. (laughs) Sometimes.
0: Right? Yeah. At this point, you're probably about 15 to 20 feet from the bottom of it. It's like in your sight now.
4: Well, I stretch out my trunk. How much extra room does that
0: give me? All right. Let's say you have a four-foot trunk, but usually you have it curled like like one of those ferns. (laughs) <laughs> like, I don't a, know. like a fiddlehead like it usually isn't all the way dangling down like a weird okay. fucking yeah you
3: gotta tuck it back a little bit
0: yeah <laughs> um <laughs> this is something that should be very difficult for you to do is what i'm trying to say so i want you to roll me three more strength checks and if okay. you can manage to not roll 11 or a 12 on any of them then then you will have succeeded nine
4: four ten
0: Okay, so yeah, you're swimming through, you're swimming, you're swimming, and you eventually reach out with your trunk, specifically, and grab onto this blue gem. As soon as you touch this Everstone, you suddenly feel weight weightless. Uh, the water pressure was so heavy and-, and dense before, but it suddenly lessens and you feel at ease. Uh, bubbles begin to flow up uh, until you can't see anything anymore. As your vision clears, you find yourself standing in a circular underwater plaza. And Kiard and Fen, the two of you are standing up here as suddenly the top, the top of this Everspring just starts exploding out everywhere, bubbles <laughs> going. It's clearly something, something is happening until you guys both get consumed in water and you also find yourself in this same room, which I'm about to describe.
1: What the fuck, Hannibal? What'd you do?
0: Not yet, because I have to describe the room first. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) The three of you, you find yourself standing in a circular underwater plaza, but you can't feel the pressure of this room. Uh, Everything is just differing shades of of blue. Uh, Around the edges of this circle are columns, and beyond that, you just see open sea. There's a fountain in the middle of this room that somehow seems to be flowing water underwater. Um, but yeah, beyond that, you can't see anything. However, at the other side of on the other side of this fountain is a 10 foot tall otter looking being woman thing wearing a crown. Somehow her skin doesn't seem to be made of fur at all but instead a weird metallic bronze-like substance. Hmm. Is this something
5: that Fen should or could recognize? Uh, roll f- uh,
0: roll for it. Intelligence?
4: Can I roll to remember what the Simple Bin said about this whole thing?
0: Because I don't.
5: Sure. Uh, yeah, roll. Intelligence? Uh, you said intelligence, right? Oh, fuck. Sure. Uh, that's
0: a no. Okay. Uh, six out of four. Sure. Okay, my turn? Yeah. Uh, Wait, let me resolve Graham's thing first. Graham, uh, you don't, like, this doesn't seem obvious to you, but you definitely know that you've never seen an otter that's this big before. Also, what the fuck? Where is the fur? Why is it, like, this weird metallic (laughs) bronze-like thing? That seems weird. Um, And, yeah, your turn, Hannibal. You're rolling to remember what the superfluous Simple Bims said. And what am I rolling? Uh, Intelligence? Okay. It's not a very
4: high number, so
0: (laughs) I fail. Nine of three. You don't really remember the specifics, but the gist that you remember, like, you kind of weren't really paying attention, but it's like, yada, 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 Everstone. Something about a stone that brings life to the forest, and they need it because they're transportation crystal isn't working and that's holding you back i didn't really give a shit i just wanted to find the librarian probably yeah (laughs)
4: all right well i've got the crystal so
0: oh yeah it's actually not in your hand anymore where is it now it first of all it was in your trunk yes and yeah it's not there anymore
4: well what the fuck
1: what the hell hannibal what would you do what is this well, I got
4: the gem like I said I would. It was actually very easy, like taking candy from a baby. I would be extremely <laughs> embarrassed if I couldn't get that gem. It's just incredibly pathetic to not be able to swim. <laughs>
2: yeah, I,
1: I'm sure it was, but, but you d- don't seem to have had the gem, do you? I mean, where the fuck are we now? Well, I don't know. Yeah, what'd you do? You, you fucked it up, obviously. I touched the gem. Like you asked me to. Yeah, you fucked it up. I don't. I don't know what's
4: going
5: uh, on. While they're bickering, can I approach the big otter and try and talk to it? Absolutely. God damn it, Hannibal! Uh, I'm gonna do that. Like, hey, hello. Is, is hello. are they aware? Like, are they moving, or is it like a statue? <laughs> oh, this person's alive.
1: Okay, they are aware. Okay,
5: perhaps
0: I can answer some of your questions. Uh, that'd probably be helpful. We don't know where the hell we are. Well.
1: Yeah, what did the elephant do?
4: Well, we're at the bottom of the well, obviously. It doesn't really seem
0: like it. Actually, we're not at the bottom of the well, no.
1: Yeah, Hannibal, we're not at the bottom of the well.
0: I am the Almater, my child. And she looks directly (laughs) at at you, Fen. (laughs) Jesus Christ. (laughs) Well, then where are we? I would assume that means something now. Uh, it seems like this person might be, like, the celestial being the otter Hey lady can you put me back on land I I can but first I wanted to I wanted to talk to you all You were teleported here by the everstone to talk
4: Like by magic
0: No not magic more of a supernatural thing Oh okay then But yes we're <laughs> right.
1: what's the deal what are you some sort of some sort of god or something Why are uh, why are we here to talk
0: though Well that's a complicated question um, I wouldn't say that I'm a god, I'm I'm an Aetherian, but you, none of you would know what that is. Why are you here to talk? The Nine Realms are in trouble, and I believe that the Everstone thought that you could help. Speaking of which, uh-huh. the Everstone is reaching out to your companions right now to come and talk as well, in case they would like to.
4: Well, I'm the one that got the Everstone, so I should be the only one talking.
1: Hannibal, no one wants to hear whatever <laughs> drabble <laughs> well, qu- you have to say.
4: Oh, no one wants to hear anything from a guy who couldn't even get the Everstone. <laughs>
6: <laughs>
0: Guys, so so really quickly, okay, um no one sees this beginning part, but two bubbles pop out from the top of the Everspring, which at this point is is now back to its normal springiness, and they begin to float back to the crew who are currently dismembering parts of these Grimloplins. Just Hootsworth um, and I. <laughs> Yep, so that would be Cecil and Hootsworth. A, the, you see two pub, two bubbles just go in your general direction, sorry, that are moving towards each of you. And then they pop, and as they do, each of you hear a voice inside of your head that says, Hello, I, I request your presence at the Everspring. Please come and commune with me.
5: You are cordially invited to attend the Everspring.
2: You're cordially invited to join up with your companions. Um, I make an intelligence (laughs) check, and I do not remember what the Everspring is, and that it being the reason we're here. I just look over... Hootsworth, do you know what this Everspring is?
3: Uh, Let me roll an intelligence check, because I feel like I should. Hey, that is a
0: blackjack. You recall earlier when your party was talking about how... They were coming here to go to the Everspring to get a stone called the Everstone, and that's the whole reason why you're here. Uh, Bjark was leading you in this direction by following up the stream. However, your party stopped briefly because they wanted to fuck up all of the Gremlomplins.
3: Yes, the Everspring is the reason why we came, and also the magic bubble is very polite, and I feel that we should honor their request.
2: Absolutely. You are absolutely right. Magical bubble, lady, can you please show us to the spring?
0: Uh, The bubble has popped and is no longer there.
2: Magical (laughs) bubble, lady, can you please show us to the spring?
0: It's okay. I remember how we're supposed to get
3: there.
2: Oh, wonderful. I'll follow you then.
3: I will uh, fly up and head in that direction, but not so high that uh, Cecil can't
0: see me. Perfect. Perfect. Um so you guys begin going that way. I've already described this area twice, so I'll describe it a third time. <laughs> uh it gets denser and denser. Uh I got I really want to reiterate how vibrantly green these trees are and it's just so green. There's ivy, leaves, ferns even, grass. I can't think of anything else. All right, I'm gonna, I'm done milking that one. The cows stuff. all died in the last episode. Uh, yeah, so you guys come across, there's all these, like, indigo carnations, and then you eventually get to the fountain. The fountain is gently stirring, and, uh, yeah. Cecil, hey when you look into this, yes?
2: Yeah, how deep is it?
0: Oh, dude, it's fucking deep. It's real deep. It's a deep Like, do well.
2: I know how deep it is, or is it, like, deep enough where it's a thing?
0: Just to
4: give you an idea, it's, like, too deep for Kiard, but not too deep for Hannibal. Somewhere <laughs> in between
0: those two. Can I just can I just say something really quickly just to like make this funnier? Otters specifically have the ability that they are adept swimmers and they also can hold their breath for long periods of time. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if you remembered that, but just for the audience, this would have been so oh, I am abs- <laughs> yeah. I I one hundred percent remembered so that okay. yeah, I can also breathe continues. underwater. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
2: it's
0: okay. Sometimes you gotta take the hard way.
2: Because once again, and, that Jared, in a similar vein to where Devin is, it's like, it has to be very deep for me to be afraid of it.
0: It's deep and dark. I mean, okay. Uh, I would say it's up to you. You can say that you choose to, you know, this isn't deep enough for you.
2: I think that I would probably be fine if I know that it's a spring, because like, my fear came from my homeland of deep, deep water, so I think it would have to be deeper than this for me to also be afraid of it.
0: Sure. So yeah, you feel like you're prepared for this. You and Hootsworth arrive at basically the same time because you're pacing together, uh, and yeah, you you approach it, you kind of size it up, and do you guys touch the spring?
2: Well, I was, I was going to do a thing real quick. Hootsworth, um, please go ahead and grab on. Um, I'm a much better swimmer than... Than a bird. Doesn't seem like something your kind is good at. No,
3: we are better at swimming in the air.
2: Yep, exactly.
3: I will uh, perch on your shoulder like a a pirate's parrot.
2: Wonderful. Uh, Now, to be be fully honest with you, Hootsworth, swimming is not my favorite thing. My father made me do a lot of it, and I have some trauma from it, so if I get scared, please just slap me a bit.
3: If you get scared, just tap me, and I will magic the fear away. I know how to do that.
2: Ah, wonderful! Danger.
0: Roll, yeah. roll a will. Just roll a will. Fine. Make it easy.
2: Ah, fine. Oh, look at that. That's a yeah. ten. That's a fucking no. That's a oh, okay. ten out of two. Yeah, you're still trying to
0: you're trying to put on a brave face, but you part of you is uncertain.
2: Hey, baby, fake it till you make it. I'm gonna roll a charisma check. <laughs> it's a five out of six. I at least sound confident. Yeah, about
0: you. This. You put on a brave face. Anyway, uh
2: yeah, what do you do? Oh, I jump in. Fake it till you make it, baby.
0: The moment that you touch water, you immediately are teleported <laughs> to the area <laughs> that there <heard>. is. <laughs> uh yes. As soon as you touch the water of, of the Everspring, the Everstone magically teleports you uh transports you to this um pocket dimension. Uh, I'll just describe it again because I think your character may react to it a bit differently. So basically you're standing in a large circular room. There is no roof and on the outside are a bunch of columns. You see your three other companions, Kiard, Fenn, and Hannibal there. And in the center is a fountain of water flowing underneath water. At the far side of the room is a 10 foot tall otter that does not have fur at all instead it has a metallic bronze looking uh skid of sorts it's Bronze boy. and yeah i get it and beyond the columns you just see open sea vibrant blue actually no no more vibrance cut off Put
4: vibrant into a thesaurus because you already use it too much
0: yeah yeah put it Stunning. put it in put it in a history book maybe striking yeah, Striking. put it in a history blue. book Anyway, yes. So it's a deep a blue. Deep blue.
2: <laughs> it's a deep blue, uh, and yeah, you were. Is it is it similar to like the water from my homeland at all, or nah?
0: You basically feel like you're at the bottom of the ocean.
2: Okay. Yeah. See, Hootsworth. It, this deep. This is the issue right here. Is if we go this deep.
3: <laughs> Would you like me to magic your fear away?
2: No, I'm good right now. I mean, as you can see, I'm standing and talking. No problem, but. If I had to swim all the way down here, dude, no way. Oh, sorry, this is me seeing our companions.
1: Every everything's fine, guys. We're just we're just down here and there's a giant otter. I just awkwardly waves like, "Hey, hey, what's up?"
2: Oh, you guys found nice bubble lady already. I mean, sure. Her name's the Otter, I guess. Oh, that's a weird name. Yeah, it's funny cuz
1: she's an otter. Yeah, it's the Allmo it's like an otter mother, the mother of otters. Apparently not a guy. Yeah, I mean,
2: the pun pun behind the name is noted. Um, Just, (sighs) like, Janine would also be an easy name. I don't know. I don't understand your kind, Fen. Your name's not Janine, is it? He says to the Almater. Well, no, my name is not Janine. What about Becky? Could we call you Becky? Do you have a name that's more approachable? I, I don't think it's right to just
1: rename people, Cecil.
2: Well, I'm... I'm. I'm more saying that I'm sure that she had a name before she was the Allmater.
0: I quite like the name Allmater.
2: Yeah, look at this guy. His name's Professor. Exactly. He's way weirder than
3: Allmater.
4: Is it though?
3: Maybe her parents follow the noble naming traditions of the Owls. It is.
2: Let's guys. Let's just try not to be so judgmental. You know. I can only try so hard to not be judgmental. I'm really trying here.
3: It's okay. You're having a big day.
2: Yes, I'm getting over my fear of deep, deep water.
3: You're doing a bang-up job. I'm proud of you.
2: Oh, thank you, Hootsworth.
3: i pat you on the top of the head with my...
2: (laughs) Right, because you're still on my shoulder. (laughs) (laughs) And that's where I'm
3: staying until someone makes me get off. Almater, why are we here?
1: What's going on?
0: Well, the Everstone brought you to my pocket dimension um because the nine realms are in danger oh yeah no shit the stone thought that you could help and that i could potentially help you
1: yeah there's some there's some creepy fucker going around sucking souls out of people like clearly the nine realms are hey, in danger why
4: don't you let me handle this the stone thought i could help stone doesn't know about you
1: okay so Oh mother. I I don't I don't really think that's stone, how it works, Hannibal.
0: Just a quick clarification. The stone yeah. is in an, an old otter mage. A mage? The soul of an old otter mage.
4: You're saying I touched magic.
0: Yeah, you did. You touched the soul of an otter mage that has been transformed well, into stone. I don't a stone. like that.
4: Get me out of here. I don't want to be here anymore.
0: You can leave after we're done.
4: Well,
1: hurry up then. Does this have to do with Eula?
0: Eula? The Order of Eula? Yeah. In some way, yes. It's quite complicated.
1: Well, we'll start explaining, because I need to know about Eula and the Order of.
0: In some way, yes. Uh, The Order of Eula is an order that was started by Ixtalaxis.
3: Yeah, and who's that? I'm going to roll a knowledge check to see if I know who that is. Holy shit, I passed.
0: Well, Ixtalaxis is a name that is actually very foreign to you. The only thing that you remember is from one conversation that you had with Gardelock a while ago when he claimed to have been the apprentice of Ixtalaxis, but he went off to do his own thing because Ixalaxis wanted to do other stuff. He used to be a member
1: of Order of Eula, but he is not anymore.
0: Yeah.
4: Hey, all matter, does this have anything to do with Pyrrhus or Hanno?
0: Pyrrhus and Hanno, hold on one second.
1: Uh, she- hey Hannibal, I'm asking the
2: questions. Nobody not yours. Okay, you didn't touch we- the stone. No, no, I touched the stone. Hey, I asked we all questions. have questions about why we're here. Yeah, but and I'm what we need to be that doing. That brought us here, so
4: I get to go first.
0: Hmm. Give me a moment. Uh the the ten foot metallic otter, the Almater, stands up and walks towards the fountain. Uh, and she runs her hands through the water. Uh, and as she does so, it kind of shoots up and you can kind of see vague images of elephants, <laughs> more or less. It's kind of hard to see, but she seems to be doing this to kind of like remember something. Those are old, old, old elephants. Uh, Pyrrhus, the, the warrior that went off with the, Star gem. That is distantly related? Oh, okay. Peculiar. Why are you searching for that? I have my reasons. What I can tell you is the star gem, what brought the Ethereans to this plane to begin with. In some way, it is related. In a complicated way. What was it that you wanted
1: to know, Kiard? I was asking about uh, about Eula and, and uh, Ixalaxis.
0: Ah, yes. Well, I suppose first I can start telling you about Ixtalaxis. Uh, Ixtalaxis was one of the Aetherians that came over from Aetheria. Originally, there were a small number of us, and we fled our world to escape the world eaters. Only some of us could come, and we did so using the star gem. Unfortunately, the star gem was lost into the void. However, we came here and settled on this plane. Nine of us created the Nine Realms. I was the one that created the River's Rest.
1: Yeah, but what what's the threat you're talking about? I,
0: the world eaters.
1: The world... God damn it, this is way more complicated than I wanted it to be. Yes,
0: it was a complicated question.
1: <laughs> Do these world eaters consume people in circular rings of death?
0: there a more specific reason why you're asking about circular rings?
1: Yeah, I mean, I, I'm asking if the world eaters are the ones that killed my friends.
0: Who are your friends?
1: The mercenaries of the Badlands Brigade.
0: Uh, she once again walks towards this fountain, um, and she puts her hand through it. No, your friends were not killed by the world eaters. Also, it's unclear as to whether or not your friends are dead, but I can tell you that they are not in this plane.
1: Well, that's great. Thanks. Thanks for the the specific answers.
0: If you want a more specific answer, Ixtalaxis is trying to use soul powered magic to teleport to a new plane to escape the World Eaters. Something I disagree with. I suspect that he did something, and that's where your friends
2: went. So, should we have Wait, him get eaten what? by the World Eaters?
1: Is that, Wait, is that- what? I I don't. Yeah, sorry, sorry, Cecil. I I'm also confused.
0: Yes. Ask your question.
2: Oh, is uh, everyone's look? Oh, everyone's looking at me. I see. <laughs> I'm just like I like got bored <laughs> as I got interrupted, so I was like plucking some strings on my bass, and then I was like, oh, oh no, we all back to me. Okay. Um. Yes. Yeah, so, are we supposed to have Ixtalaxis eaten by the World Eaters, or do we have to also take care of these World Eaters?
0: Well, I believe that Ixalaxis is trying to actually escape the World Eaters, much like we Aetherians did. Thousands of years ago, he was one of us. You see, Etheria was consumed by world eaters. Ixtalaxis was reclusive and didn't act until he felt the power of the sacred tree waning. And when he sensed that, he began trying to find a way to bring himself and others to a new plane.
4: The Star Gem? Star Gem is in Pierce's lost trunk.
0: Ah, The very same. You know where it is? I believe the star gem is in the new plane. I believe that Pyrrhus... I I don't know of this Hanno, but I believe that Pyrrhus and the others disappeared and went to the new plane. Unfortunately, my magic will not lead me there.
4: Well, Hanno was a foot soldier in Pyrrhus' brigade.
0: She, like, walks up to the... uh She walks up to the fountain and runs her fingers through it. Hmm. Yes, I see.
4: I got his book right here.
0: Unfortunately, my vision is clouded around this hano Hanno. I do see him as-i do see him as a foot soldier, but I can't see him far beyond. Can I see that book?
4: Probably because he's dead. Yeah, I give her the book. It's Hanno's journal.
0: She puts it through her hand, and basically magically, the pages flip one at a time. Uh, and basically, within about ten seconds, every single page of it is flipped, and she's holding it in her hands. She hands it back to you, having read the entire thing. Speed reader, huh? Yes. When you're stuck in this, sorry, demi plane is the right word. Sorry, it's not the right one. The word I'm thinking of: pocket dimension. When you're stuck in a pocket dimension for hundreds and hundreds of years, there's very little to do to pass the time, aside from watching what goes on in the nine realms and reading books.
2: So I'm I'm still confused. What yes. exactly is the threat that we have? to... Oh, the to... threat that we face. Yeah, it, well, is it a multi? Is it multiple threats? Are we are we supposed to take out both every? What exactly? Yes. Do you?
0: I suppose it's a bit complicated and hard to explain.
2: What? Yeah, please make it easy. <laughs> we're all we're not the smartest group of people. Well. It's, a it's lot not of...
1: even smarts. It's like, what do you want us to do? Where do you want us to go? What do you want us to kill?
0: It's a bit more complicated than that, my angry angry it, son. It,
2: it doesn't need to be. Tell me. We could, we could start at a square one, like a new location to go to. That seems rather easy. Who do I have to kill?
0: Well, the main threat would be the world eaters, and they're slowly going to be coming to the Nine Realms.
2: All right, well, what exactly do these world eaters look like there there must be some way that we can test them all out if they're or figure them out if they're everywhere
0: uh world eaters are a hive mind sentient being from the void they exist between all worlds they're dark darker than darkness and yes they they they, they try to put out life wherever they can find it
1: all right i don't i don't get this though okay you're saying ixtalata's Ixalaxis is a bad guy.
0: Well, he, I disagree he's with his get methods. eaten
1: by the World Eater. No, nope. and now you're you're running away from the World Eaters. No, nope. so does that mean that they're coming here?
0: We nine created the Sacred Tree, which fended off the World Eaters for a while, but unfortunately, the power is waning. Ixalaxis has seen this. Ixalaxis is one of the Aetherians, like me, and like the other nine Celestials. Ixalaxis instead decided to try to use the same magic we used to create the star gem to try to bring him and others to a new plane to flee the World Eaters.
1: All right, lady, I'm I'm getting tired of your shit. Sell it to us straight. Why do you want us here? And tell us what we have to do.
0: The reason that I brought you guys here was to explain the threat, the World Eaters, as well as Ixalaxis and his his approach to trying to. F- Uh, flee from the world eaters if you ever see any world eaters i would want you to try to close the portal that they're leaking out of and if you find Ixalaxis or any of his followers followers i would want you to fight them if you guys are willing to do so i'd be willing to grant you guys the power that i can
2: i mean i'm absolutely down to fight the Ixtalas- I- ixtalaxis and his followers because that garterlock guy is a total asshole and i he's uh, a complete dick yeah i can't stand that guy f- fuck that guy but fuck that guy should we try and feed ixtalaxis to the world eater should we let them at least get one one victory before we wipe them all out or would that only fuel their fire so to speak
1: I like how Cecil's thinking about this. Might as well just let them consume him
0: first. I like where your head's at, young one. But let me explain. World Eaters start out as small little beings that just emanate shadow. Initially, they even look like children. As they consume souls, they begin to look monstrous and grow in size. If, for instance, Ixtalaxis were to be consumed by the World Eaters, you would have a horrific monster on your hands. I would not suggest that. Okay, wonderful.
2: That per- that perfectly answers my question. Kill him first and then focus on these guys. Got it. Thank you.
0: Yes. The world eaters are seemingly infinite in number. The only way to fight them off is to prevent them from getting to this plane, which is what I've tried to do for the last 1000 years.
1: Yeah, that sounds like a you problem. I mean, like you're the one who like teleported us into a different plane. You seem like you have more of a
0: well, actually, that was not Grasp me. On that this. was the Everstone. I actually can't, I can't, I can no longer act in the Nine Realms, as none of the, none of the Celestial Protectors can. I can only witness from afar. I've been sealed here by Ixtalaxis.
2: Oh, alright, so you were friends, and then he was an asshole to you as well. well. That's why his followers are also assholes. I see where we're going. I get it. Kind now.
0: of. He he was an Aetherian like us from Etheria. He's thousands of years old. To be honest, he he kind of resembles like I don't know. Like a about the same size as me. He looks sort of like a white weasel.
1: All right, where do we have to go? Who do we have to kill? I'm 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 tiring of this weird seaplane.
0: Well, if you if you would like, I can grant you my power so long as you agree to fight the world eaters.
2: Yeah, I'll fight, I'll fight these world eaters, sure.
0: Listen, if
2: you tell me where the star is, I'll fight
1: whoever you want.
4: I'll even fight this guy right here, pointing towards Kiar.
1: You are the one- Hey, I'll fight you anytime, buddy.
0: You are the one who I, reached I... the Everstone, are you not? Yeah, Cannibal. I'm
4: the best one here, yeah.
0: I, I am most anxious to give you my blessing. Will you all be my champions to try to fight the world eaters and prevent Ixtalaxis from- Consuming more souls. Like
4: I said, I'll fight whoever if you just tell me where the star is.
0: I believe that the star gem has already moved on to the other plane. I believe that Pyrrhus and all of his followers are there as well. If you're looking for it, you'll have to find a way to move to the other plane. And I can do
4: that by killing these world eaters or whatever?
0: I will be honest with you, I do not know how to do that. That is actually what Ixtalaxis is trying to do. But in that way,
1: you're you're making this much more complicated than it has I'm to kind be. of it's...
4: confused as to why I should help you. But I don't really care at this point. If you just get me out of here, I'll just kill whoever. I don't care.
2: So,
1: <laughs> yeah, I, I'm on board. I, I'm down to, to show us who to kill and we'll go get him.
2: Yeah. If I keep pill- killing people, I think I'll make my father proud. You'll make me proud. I, like, I like shoot you, t- like, double guns as you, as you say that to me, Hannibal.
0: If you want to know who it is that I ask that you fight, it would be the World Eaters, as they are the biggest threat to the Nine Realms. Uh, secondarily, if you encounter Ixalaxis, I would also like that you would fight him, because he is trying to sacrifice souls in order to teleplay- teleport people to the new plane.
2: Yeah, honestly, I would fight him regardless of this whole conversation, to be honest with you, all Yeah, it's (laughs) a little bitch, and I'm gonna fuck him up. His followers are assholes, I can only imagine he's worse.
0: In terms of where this will happen, I I can't say for sure. I don't- anywhere that it arises, I would like for you to fight it. Um, and if you would agree to be my champions in doing so, because I can't affect change in the Nine Realms anymore- Uh, If you would be my champions, I would grant you all the power that I can, and if you agree to do so, just touch the fountain, and you'll be teleported back to where you were at the Everton. Oh,
2: teleported back to where I was, i touched the fountain immediately.
4: (laughs) I'm also touching that
0: fountain. Is there something else that you would like to know, Kiard? So you're saying that
1: these people have been transported to different planes?
0: The next plane, yes.
1: If I came across, say, a circle in the ground where people have disappeared, does that mean that they're in the next plane?
0: That would be very likely, yes. If your friends disappeared in a circular, uh, magical-type area, it's very likely that they were sent there by Ixtalaxis, potentially running one of his tests, trying to see if he can send people to the next plane. What
1: is this next plane?
0: I do not know.
1: So, you, you want us to do this shit that you don't even know. You, you don't even know what's going on.
0: I can't leave here. I'm sealed by Ixalaxis. How,
1: how do we, how do we unseal you from Ixalaxis?
0: Well, for the nine celestial protectors to leave, the sacred tree would have to be destroyed, which would leave this world vulnerable to the world eaters. But, if you were to encounter ixtalaxis and remove the curse i once again would be able to commune with my followers
1: all right so you want us to kill ixtalaxis ixtalaxis how do i say this shit
0: ixtalaxis. ixtalaxis if you cannot get him to stop which i imagine you can't killing him would probably be the only way to stop him consider it done i'll be your okay. champion
1: and then he touches the uh the Everspring.
0: all right So, all of you guys touch the fountain.
5: Uh, I actually had something that I wanted to resolve, but first. Uh, So, I rolled an intelligence check, got a one out of four. Does listening to her and doing what she's asking us to do seem like a good thing, or is there something skeevy going on? What's my gut saying?
0: It seems like if what she's saying is true and the world eaters are... Okay. The world eaters are what she ran from, right? Her and the other Ethereans had to flee... To this place. So if it seems like the world eaters are coming here, they could be a threat to the nine realms entirely. So if, if she's trying to get you to help her stop them from being able to destroy the nine realms, that would probably be a good thing. Is she doing anything skeevy? Uh, not, I, uh, not that I, you know, like, why is she so powerful? <laughs> like, I don't know. Like, <laughs> those types of questions may occur to you. Like, where does her power come from? You know? Did the Aetherians do something? Did you do? Did they do you guys dirty? Is there a reason why you guys all follow them? Is there a reason why you look <laughs> like her? I don't know. She's basically like your personal god. Uh, in that case, during her spiel, I'll just kind of
5: shrug and then touch the fountain.
0: All right. So all of you guys touch the fountain. And as you do so, bubbles begin to emerge from the floor as... Vision, once again, is completely obscured and you guys all reappear at the Everspring. Um, From doing this, you all have gained one level of affinity in water. So any of you that have no affinity of water now gain a minor affinity in water. If you have a minor affinity in water, you also gain a major affinity in water. And if you already have a major affinity in water... Then you will get something else that allows you to create water. I haven't named what the level of power is yet, but it will give you a creation affinity ability to use water affinity.
5: Uh, I'll write creation affinity for now. And you
0: guys can all define how these work. Anyone who is not good at swimming yet gets better at swimming.
4: Hey, might finally catch up to me. <laughs>
0: Um and Hannibal, the thing that you notice is once again now you have the Everstone in your trunk. So after after that, you guys all come to back and in I the Nine the Realms, stone. and you have the stone. Hannibal, you, you have you have
1: the Everstone. Yeah. All right. Of course I Let's have. Let's get it. the hell out of here. I, I I'm feeling uneasy.
4: Are we supposed to bring this stone back to the simple bins or whatever?
1: Yeah, that's back in town. We still have a little ways to go.
0: All right, let's get the jerky and let's head back to the guild.
2: Uh, is the jerky fine, Jared?
0: Yes, not that much time has passed. Um, I mean, you don't come back to find the other Grumplomplins eating it or anything like that. Yeah, so you guys make your way uh back into the very vibrant green forest. Uh, <laughs> and you make your way back to the area with now all of the cut up bits of pre-jerky um it's (laughs) called (laughs) raw meat (laughs) yeah yeah it's a few thousands of pounds how many thousands of pounds
2: pounds? yeah like a few it's
4: Um,
0: uh unjerked jerky in its current state minus the horns that finn is carrying it's roughly (laughs) 2500 (laughs) pounds
2: i have the horns by the way
0: yeah you have the horns Oh, sorry. Did I say Finn? Sorry. Cecil. Sorry. Cecil has the 40 horns. His bag is like looking very lumpy, filled with horns.
2: It's kind of like poking out a little bit.
0: How much, what's the load bearing capabilities of the cart? Um, your cart could carry all of this, but you guys are kind of far from it.
2: Oh, fuck
1: yeah.
0: Load it up. You have to bring it back to the cart though.
1: Load it up.
0: Yeah. You have to bring it back to the cart. Hey,
1: how, how are we going to get all this back to the, how are we going to get all this back to the cart? We'll carry it, obviously. Yeah, with what? With our muscles.
3: I have an idea.
1: What do you got, Hootsworth?
3: I can use magic to transport it back.
1: No, that will taint the meat. No, no, do it. What do you got, Hootsworth?
3: You'll see. You it do? is very special magic.
4: Don't do it. Magic will taint the meat. It'll be unsellable. Yeah,
3: to dumb elephants. Jared? Yeah. You got a tarot deck handy?
0: That I do. Let me pull oh, it out. Oh, shit. So God it damn it. Before. <laughs> Nobody wants to eat
1: magic-tainted meat. Uh, Hannibal, no one cares except for you. Like, literally. It won't be young.
3: tainted with magic. It'll be like...
1: Yes, it will.
3: It'll be like casting magic on the cart, not the meat itself.
4: Oh. Well, in that case, okay, then. As long as the magic's not touching the
0: meat. <laughs> All right. I have never shuffled this deck before so let me do this real quick bought this deck like months ago okay so all right well i'm gonna do all the shuffles that i know which is two shuffles three shuffles to be fair
3: what about the truffle shuffle
0: um i'm not familiar with the Goonie shuffle okay so let me just pull up uh the rule book here and i'll have to for the first time figure out where so, yeah, you are drawing two cards. Yep. Uh, yeah, where do you want them from? First one, nine from the front. Okay. Second, one from the back. As in the one at the very back or the one... One,
3: one in from the very from back. back.
0: <laughs> okay. Uh, So, am I just telling you what happens f- for these two things? However you want to do it. All right. Um. So, the very first thing that... What, what are you doing to initiate this wild magic thing?
3: I throw my hands up in the air... And I try to channel the same sort of magical energy that I feel deep inside my heart that I feel I know I am a master at, but really I'm not. And just letting the forces of nature do what they may.
0: Okay, so the very first thing that happens is very tense music begins playing throughout the entire forest. (laughs) Like literal music that you can all hear. Music, just the whole area... Uh, it, it feels very <laughs> I tense start, now.
2: I start making it more intense by playing face
0: to
2: <laughs> Um I
4: throw my hands up it, in the air. Roll me a D12.
2: Me or Dylan?
0: No, 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 Dylan. Uh, that he is a nine. This, this thing. All right. And um, so the one thing that actually I should point out, the Everspring is no longer there. Like, the well where it was, is completely dried up and empty. Um, and now the stream is not running through there anymore. However, suddenly a brown liquid starts to shoot forth from where it was, as what smells like freshly cooked coffee begins to run through, replacing <laughs> the spring. <laughs> um, to clarify, you, ro- you had the Four of Wands, Music Fills the Air, and the Ace of... Cups, which is the fountain appears that produces you rolled coffee. (laughs) (laughs) That did not resolve your conflict. I pause for a moment (laughs) and then go, ta-da! This
1: is very intense, but I don't understand how this is going to help us bring the meat back to the cart.
3: You see, the coffee will give you energy to do it more efficiently, and the music will give you a beat to work to.
0: (laughs) Well, there's no failure when
1: you lean right. into it. <laughs> I, I guess
0: I guess you have a point. Let Let's do what we can. And we're gonna get a montage, a coffee induced montage. You guys go to the stream, and you're reinvigorated by the coffee. Uh, as you begin to take multiple trips to carry back hundreds and hundreds and thousands of pounds of <laughs> meat. I don't drink meat. coffee. <laughs> Whatever, Marmon.
4: Unless it's iced coffee. Is it iced coffee?
0: It's not. Uh, does anyone in the party have the ability to make the coffee iced? I do, but I'm not going to. Yes. So, no, there's no iced coffee, and no one helps you to make it iced. So, it is uh room temperature, um, and it caffeinates you guys, you know, very well. You're all very ready to go. The music is... Pulsating, da 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 You guys are basically like carrying different bits of meat to your cart. I'm carrying uh, so much dead flesh right now, yeah. <laughs> bro. You're you can basically carry like 500 pounds at a time by yourself.
1: Yeah. Okay. Between the five of us, we would have to carry 500 pounds each.
2: Between the four of you. Because I am now playing along with the music to help motivate. <laughs> I was just going to say
0: it, it takes you an indeterminate number of trips between two and three, so it is now hey, determined. Just go multiple times. Um, it takes you guys about ten or so minutes to get back to your cart, and this whole process ends up taking you about an hour. Fortunately, you now have a river of coffee and also a cart full of meat <laughs> and a cart full of meat that someone could refrigerate if they wanted to.
4: Guys, what if we do a coffee rub? On the meat before we jerk it.
3: That is a brilliant idea. I wouldn't do that to all of it, I mean.
2: Would we be able to turn the coffee back into ground beans is the real question. We'll do a coffee marinade. Oh, no, yeah, I I suppose that works.
3: I imagine it works like panning for salt. We just leave it out to dry and then take the dried coffee.
1: I mean, we could do that, I guess. I, I don't know, I feel like we should get out of here, though. There's, like, world eaters that are trying to, like, eat the world- I feel like the, le- the least important thing is the coffee rub.
2: Well, I beg to disagree, but... We don't know where the World Eaters are yet, and we could fund our World Eater hunting exploration with the coffee dry rub jerky, though.
4: Yeah, exactly. What the kids said.
5: A World
1: Eater go fund me. How do
5: you expect us to have the energy to face the World Eaters without a river of coffee?
1: I don't know how to answer that question, to be honest. Think about
4: this, you're tired, (laughs) you're weary from traveling and saving the world. You come up against a a world eater and you're just like, you're just so tired you can't fight it. But then you take a bite of Hannibal and the Jerky Boys coffee rub, (laughs) and Jerky, and you just get the surge of
1: energy deep inside you.
3: It's everything the body needs, protein, caffeine, and smoke.
0: I'm going to leave that to you guys. I, I have nothing to do with this. Perfect. So basically you guys carry about 2,500 pounds of uh, Grimloplin meat uh, in multiple trips back to the cart. Uh, you guys use some of the various cups that you have to get the freshest coffee straight from the stream that you can. And you begin uh, your, your trek out of the forest as you guys discuss your different ways to marinate this. You guys find your way out uh, of the forest it is very very mellow here um inexplicably you are followed by a cow as well as four gremlomplins um and you guys make your way back to the adventurers guild uh as you go through you cross the bridge you leave the forest uh towards the uh mid morning i would say and you begin to make your way back to the adventurers' okay. guilt. But
4: as we cross the bridge, I'm gonna toss some grumblomplin steaks over
0: the bridge. Raw ones? Nah, we 2, yeah, we got 2,500 pounds of shit.
4: Okay, the least he can do is cook his own grumblomplin steaks. Okay, <laughs> he can rub two sticks together and make a fire. Oh it's not man! That hard.
0: Thanks. Oh boy! Lucky day. Ah, oh, I forget this guy's voice. Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> Um, yes. So you throw a couple, a couple of sweet steaks fresh from the corpse. Um, you guys pass the bridge and immediately take a right, heading directly along the river, um, towards Bjornfjord. Um, yeah. And I feel like you guys already talked about the stuff that you were going to talk about. <laughs> Tell me more about your marketing strategies.
4: Well, we're relying purely on word-of-mouth marketing. So, like, if someone ever adopts one of the orphans, they'll, like (laughs) – they'll tell their new family about, like, the Grumplumplum jerky.
5: Oh, we got to get more of this
3: jerky. It's coffee and meat. It sells itself. (laughs) <laughs> i think
2: that we we should really have a grassroots marketing campaign every time we save someone's life we give them jerky and exactly. tell them about our brand to yeah. spread the word further like the
4: homeless the homeless guy under the bridge he'll tell all his homeless pals who won't be able to afford the jerky but maybe they'll tell other people or something i don't know.
0: <laughs> did you uh while you guys were in the forest i'm gonna let you guys retcon this if you want to um did you pick up any specific woods while you were there for the smoking process?
4: Yeah, oh, obviously. Cherry, hickory, uh, white birch, you know.
0: Yeah, so Hannibal is just naming out different, like, types of trees as, as you guys are going through. It may or may not be that. I don't, we'll, f- we'll find out later. Um, and you guys make your way back to Bjornfjord. Uh, is there a specific place that you guys are headed, f- that you wanted to go to first?
4: Yeah, the Adventurers Guild.
0: Perfect. Uh, so you guys make your way to the Adventurers Guild. Uh, at one point you pass a bunch of yelling children who seem overjoyed at the sight of your cart full of wonders. Um, and an old bear that you recognize to be Cargus runs out to you. Kjord! Kjord! I've made your hat. me, just like you want. You've wanted. got a hat. I made You've it. You've got a you. hat.
1: I jump out yes. of the cart. I I'm probably driving No, the no, cart. no, stay
0: in. The-
1: <laughs> I I slow I <laughs> stop the cart. Stay in the, the cart.
0: cart. <laughs> uh so he he says, "I know that you wanted it to be smaller. Check this out." And he shows you a pork pie hat, which is basically like a round fedora that's shorter with a flat top. And then he says, But if you wanted to to see it be big again, check this out. Collapsible hat. He grabs it by the brim and punches it through the center and it turns back into the other one that it was before. And then he <laughs> squishes it back together and says, Here you go. Just for you. It's a... It's a sorry, let me describe what it looks like again. Um, just because it was last episode that I... It is a dark green uh, pork pie hat that has a brown cloth wrap around it, Um, and it turns back into the original tall Vivi from Final Fantasy IX looking one as well. It gives you a plus one to sense, and if you all are wearing your hats at the same time, you guys gain a bonus to whether or not people like you equal to one. One People like you.
4: <laughs> one, we get one free like. <laughs> one hat equals one people like.
0: Yes, your social <laughs> status goes up by one. If they were going to hate you, they might dislike you. If they were going to dislike <laughs> you, they might feel neutral about you. And if they were going to feel neutral about you, they might like you a little bit. It's a. It is a. It is by one. And like I've said before, numbers don't matter. Much like in. Whose line is it, anyway?
4: Okay, well, while Kiard's getting his hat, I'm throwing jerky to all the orphans. More jerky. Like cooked cooked jerky? Yeah, like our previous like jerky.
0: Un- oh, the old
3: stuff.
4: Okay. Yeah, the jerky we had before.
3: Out the other side of the cart, I will start using my eyes to cook up some meat and do an impromptu steak cart.
0: Hey, look, even Uncle Hootsworth is... Cooking up some steaks for you. I just wanted to make a small note that you guys are basically driving around an ice cream truck, but instead of ice cream, you're selling different types of sweet meats. Yep.
1: Yeah, it sounds better. Cargus, this is thank this you. is perfect. I, thank, thank you. I really, I'm sorry about anything I said about your gods and them not existing. I, I really <laughs> enjoy this hat. This is a really great hat.
0: He pauses and is silent for what must be. Literally, about five seconds, but it feels really long, and then he just walks up to you and gives you a big old hug. I'm so happy that you liked it. Ah, all I want is for people to like my hats ah.
1: when when he gives me this hug, I'm definitely not like reciprocating like it's like arms to the side, like ah uh, yes, all right well I, again it's a great hat. I really like the hat
0: it smells delicious by the way. how's the How's the meat business going?
1: We've got a lot of meat. Lots of meat. Lots of meat for the kids and for other people.
0: Be careful about saying that, I'll tell you what.
1: I... Sorry, what, priests and meat jokes. What are you... Yeah, K.R. don't make it weird. <laughs> what? Oh, God damn it.
0: In the background, towards the foot of the stairs by the uh, church, you see Schneebly and Tiberius, and Schneebly, at the sight of seeing you once again giving to the needy orphans, begins crying and goes to hug Tiberius and cry in his arms. However, Tiberius takes a step away, and Schneebly feels awkward and then tries to shrug it off. So, after once again making the day of all of the orphans as well as the staff of the celestial bear church uh you guys make your way shortly a small amount of distance further that was the most awkwardly phrased sentence you move a little (laughs) bit further and find yourself at the adventurers guild um all of the topiaries in the plaza are. i finally did it right are you happy are you happy all of them look very depressed, and you just see a very downtrodden Terry Crews sitting on a bench that he has made out of a small shrub in the corner with his face looking downward and his hand on his face, and he does not interact with you at all.
2: Barry, that's not that—that's not the demeanor I expect from you. I start playing him a jaunty tune to uh, cheer him up. Can I make a style check?
0: Uh, he raises his eyes to meet yours and he moves his hand and you just see his eyes are swollen he has clearly been crying for several hours is not having a good time um and he yeah but he's still there for you to see
2: it okay so i can't make a check to make him feel better oh yeah go for it dude roll roll for it that is a that is a six out of six blackjack there
0: pal I want to, no, I want to hear you, I want to hear what you do, specifically, and I will determine how well it works.
2: Oh, all Meaning right. Meaning, I want to um,
0: hear your ditty.
2: <laughs> I mean, like, I, fine, fine, all right. I, I didn't have any words prepared for, for Barry Cruz. It's better this way. I guess. <laughs> um, So I start playing, playing something, um, kind of like strummy and airy, something kind of light, and I just, I just look, um at barry and i start singing and i start like trying to like just cheer him up with my words and as it's not working i start improv a song more and more um do i do i i know he's sad because his friend is dead right like i can imply that uh yeah he's
0: sad because bo buckwheat's dead
2: yeah 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 um So I don't have uh, eloquent words for this, so you'll have to excuse me. But I start singing about how the how the uh, the wheat will grow back and it will it will like fill the fields again, and I start trying to make like a good song about his passing.
4: Sing it. Sing him, Bob Marley, no woman, no cry, but change woman
0: to baby. <laughs> no going <laughs> cry. I was going <crying>, to no <laughs> <like, laughs> yeah. say, it sounds like you're doing the 9R equivalent of, so you had a bad day. Yeah, kind of.
2: Yeah, kind <laughs> your of. Your
0: best friend died. Everything sucks, just <laughs> turn it around. <laughs> it's not so bad. Play with your plants. Nobody likes Yeah, I was you. trying to be more <laughs>
2: eloquent than the send-off song from American Idol, but yeah.
0: <laughs> All right. Well, okay. Through your, through your persistence, at first it doesn't seem to work, but he eventually dries his eyes to meet yours and says, Thank you. I needed that. You're right. I need to, I need to move on. It's what he would have wanted. It's what Bo would have wanted. I see that you've returned.
2: Yes, absolutely. We we think that we cured the Everspring as much as we could. Hopefully, we ha- can uh, get more teleportation crystals now.
0: Oh, lovely. I I wish you the best. Thank you for your No, service. Barry,
2: I wish you the best, friend. These are trying times for all of us. But keep that uh keep that fuzzy chin up, pal.
0: He nods and he gives you the most half-hearted flex pose. Um and then and then uh kind of starts starts fixing up them topiaries to be more normal. Just very, very plain-looking topiaries of adventurers doing plain adventuring things with no style whatsoever. <laughs>
6: <laughs> yes,
0: no hats are jauntily on their heads. They're all just upright and normal. But as you guys go to through the plaza, you take that kind of familiar path that branches off near where the ice fountain is, um, and you go underneath to where Molly Tunnelmaker is standing behind that fenced-off window with your massive cart. Uh, the mailroom is beyond this. As the
1: rest of the party goes inside, I'm going to get out of the cart and then walk back up to the courtyard with the topiaries and uh, approach... What's his name? Barry Cruz? Barry Cruz. Yeah.
0: Yeah, so Kiard approaches uh, Barry Cruz, who is sitting down, tr- down on this, you know, makeshift bench of shrubs looking slightly less sad than he did five minutes ago.
1: Hey, Barry. Yeah? I got. I have something for you, but you have to promise me that you're not going to, like, hug me or anything if I give it to you. Well,
0: that's a weird thing to ask me, but... It's not I, weird. You have to promise. I can, yeah, I, I can promise. I promise you I will not hug you. Alright, here.
1: T- I know... I'm sorry that Bo died, and I did my best to make sure he didn't, but I failed. But it looks like he cared about you a lot. So uh, I, I found this and I thought you'd like it. And he takes out the drawing picture photo of uh, Bo Buckwheat and Barry Cruz together and gives it to him.
0: Yes. So you hand him a... The closest thing is a photo is... In Nine Realms, it's a drawn photo, or it's a drawn picture of the two of them looking very happy to be in each other's presence, and it clearly is a treasured picture that Beau Buckwheat had that you found in his room, um and you brought it to, to Barry. Oh, thank you. He looks at it, and he just gets, like, really quiet for a second, and you can, like, see he's, like, holding back tears, and he just kind of says very quietly, Thank you. And he like starts to think about hugging you, but then he doesn't. <laughs> he like puts it to his chest and says, "I'll treasure this. Thank you. Don't worry, I'll, I'm gonna find his son. Hey, Kiart, I'm gonna make something for you. And he like strikes a very melancholy pose, and two of the topiaries begin to embrace in a hug. One depicting Barry Cruz, and the other Kiart. And a third one to the side, that is, Beau Buckwheat.
1: You don't owe me anything. Thank you. And then he goes back to the, the mailroom.
0: He still managed to hug you in the end. <laughs>
5: <laughs> Wait, the topiary. The, <laughs> the topiaries hugging. are hugging.
0: God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> the topiaries are hugging. Um, yeah. So you guys, you catch back up after giving giving him that that treasured uh memento uh and yeah you guys are now in the entrance to the it's the warehouse slash acquisitions branch um yeah so you guys make your way back down there molly tunnelmaker at this point recognizes you on site are you here to go back to the mail room or are you trying to sell meats
2: well both i mean if you want to buy some meats we have some meats for sale absolutely well,
0: I can pref- I will prepare wholesale values, but yes. Uh please go on through. I will keep an eye on your wares. Uh the mailroom, you remember, is just beyond here. Walk through this door. Uh she pulls out a keychain with several keys on it, unlocks the door, door opens, and you move forward uh back into the mailroom. To describe the area once more of this mailroom, it is a an open room with several tables on it. There are lots of different parcels scattered all over. Um, you see four dog looking fairies known as superfluous simple bims. One of which I believe it was Millie who is currently drafting a piece of paper. Um, if you look at it, one second. It's a list of demands. <laughs> <laughs> one second i have two it's a union ideas. contract she is writing out a document titled mailroom simple bim union demands um, <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> the other ones are lounging about uh kind of looking a bit drained and yeah uh you guys re-enter the room there i slap the stone
4: down on the table
0: Did you find the? Did you find the the everstone? Oh my lord! Yeah, I found it. it, No big deal. The everstone. Hold on. Let me let me replace this. Um. So, uh, Millie picks it up again. Millie is an older looking black uh French bulldog. That has upturned ears, and she walks it over to the simple bim tree against the wall. The far wall has a bunch of houses that are built into it, and there is a tree along the center. She pushes the Everstone into it, and immediately vibrant green. <laughs> I can't say vibrant green without laughing now. And it's only me that finds it funny, but the tree goes from being very dead looking (laughs) to being vibrant green as Ivy just meshes into the wall between the houses. Uh, you see immediately, immediately Bodie, Roxy, Millie and Jazzy. All of them are now flying around using their wings that previously did not work. Um, they clearly are feeling much better. Uh, and
1: at this point, Kiard comes into the room. Oh, looks like you got your wings back. Did you? Did you guys organize? Did you? Did, you guys didn't work while we were gone, did you?
0: Yes. Uh you you inspired us to create create demands. Uh, we now have made a union. Um, we will not be worked to the death, and no more teleports has been our motto. But if we if we have the Everstone, that's no longer the case. We will now allow two teleports a day. That's it. Only two teleports. Only two teleports. Only two teleports. (laughs) They begin to chant. Um, And there's a bunch of other demands that are written down on the page. Um, And as you guys have this conversation around the Adventurers Guild, suddenly... A large number of plants begin to grow in the plaza and in the surrounding areas to the point where Bjornfjord is moderately wooded now. In most areas, uh, aside from roads, obviously, there's actually, like, saplings coming out of the ground. And... What will the party do next season? Find out in, like, a million years. I don't know. Will... (laughs) 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 Will they ever figure out what the world eaters are how confusing was that will will hannibal ever find pyrrhus's lost trunk will kiard ever find a friend will the (laughs) (laughs) will the simple bim's union demands be taken too kindly will cecil become the next great shark of the dreadwood coast will this is getting long (laughs) <laughs> keep, you. Going. Will keep going ever get the will back tune in next next season to find out maybe
2: will we ever hey. get to the next season find <laughs> out next
0: season <laughs> <laughs> thanks for tuning in to the Warplords podcast this has been Nine Realms you can find us on facebook you can find us on twitter you can find us on instagram and all of the other social medias and you can also buy the book on drive through rpg warplords thank you so much
1: every wednesday every wednesday fuck i knew i forgot something every wednesday and then next yeah next <laughs> week maybe know. mondays but probably yeah, also what, Wednesdays. What's, what's
0: the next arc we have going on now
1: uh fire fest
0: that's not fire what it's, fest.
1: Called. <laughs> <laughs> it's not what called calling fire it fire fest we we Tune played in. a game with Devin. What are we calling it?
0: Tune in next week to listen to the one that Devin Neckbeard Supremes about a festival of fire called Warp Crawl.
1: Every Wednesday. Perfect. And maybe. Every other Wednesday. Days too.
0: And sometimes on another sometimes day. Sometimes other days, also sometimes Wednesdays. <laughs> Perfect. Nailed it. Done.
2: Incredible.